0: Hello Hawks fans and welcome to a fresh off the farm edition of the KettleCast with your host Forrest Willoughby. In this episode of the KettleCast we'll talk about the Hawks' awesome 129-124 win over the Miami Heat. Without further ado, let's get into it. What a win by the Hawks, what a game by Trey Young. These fresh-off-the-farm editions of the KettleCast are just my initial thoughts after getting back from the stadium, from State Farm Arena, and what a way to kick off the post all state break run for the Atlanta Hawks. Trey dropping 50 points, coming back and beating a Heat team that really seemed to have the Hawks number this entire season. It was just an incredible game. From the start, the Hawks got a little bit behind to start the game, but really hung around and played Really well in the second quarter, and then that fourth quarter was just amazing. But the Hawks came together. I thought all of the Hawks' core five really played really well. And as this game wore on, it was just exciting. Fast forward to the fourth quarter, it did not seem like Trey was having a huge night or anything. He was getting to the free throw line, but he really just took over. And as the game got closer and closer to the end, I mean, the Hawks were down seven going into that fourth quarter. And they immediately erased that seven-point lead just to start the fourth quarter. Now the Heat, being a very strong team, fought back and pushed the lead up to five, and it seemed like it was going to be a back-and-forth game through the fourth quarter, and it really turned out to be that way. Um, The Heat did not get the best performance from Jimmy Butler or Andre Iguodala, but they got a monster performance from Bam Adebayo. He really had his way in the paint, and there was nothing that the Hawks could do to stop him. He ended the game with 28 points on 9 of 20 shooting. He hit 10 of 12 free throws. He missed two free throws in the fourth quarter, which meant that everybody in the arena got free Chick-fil-A, which is just one of the best um, things that goes on at the Hawks games. And he also had 19 rebounds, seven assists, three steals. Bam Adebayo was a monster for the Heat and really a reason why the Heat were in the lead to begin the game or in that fourth quarter. Now, tonight was Quavo night at State Farm Arena. I'm not really sure what Quavo night means, but he was there hosting. Harry the Hawk was in his Quavo gear, had the grill in, um, was throwing up the signs that Quavo does, and it was just an awesome, awesome performance to see Trey go off for 50 for his good friend Quavo. And the, at the end of the game, he gave Quavo his jersey, and, I mean, there's not been a more dramatic game this season at the Atlanta Hawks at State Farm Arena, and especially to get this against the Miami Heat, who had beaten the Hawks after the Hawks took a seven-point lead into the last minute in Miami the last time these two teams met. It was just awesome. But these two teams went at it for the entire fourth quarter. And for the Hawks, as I said, the core five all had big contributions in the last quarter. Um, DeAndre Hunter hit the big three to tie the game. Cam Reddish, just a monster steal from Goran Dragic, Slam dunk at the other end to put the Hawks up by two points. Trey getting to 50 points. Icing the game at the end. Just taking control. John Collins being a defensive monster. I mean, that guy did not have a huge game offensively. John Collins, 12 points. Get three blocks, seven rebounds. 2-2 two two from the free throw line. Five of nine from the field. John Collins has to get more than nine shots. But he was just wonderful in the game where the shots weren't. He would be open. The ball was just not finding its way to him. Mostly because Trey Young had it going. Trey Young, 40 minutes of playing time, 12 of 25, 8 of 15 from 3. A lot of them super deep shots. He broke Andre Iguodala's ankles one time, just set him down. He shot one over uh, Bam Adebayo from the logo. Trey was just incredible from from the field. And then he was freaking um 18 of 19 from the free throw line. He missed his last free throw that would have given him 51 points, but he got those 50 points. He also ended the game with eight assists, including one beautiful assist to DeAndre Hunter when no one was around Hunter, just beautiful pass. He could have had a couple more assists. John Collins got blocked one time, but it was just a really masterful game from Trey Young coming off the All-Star break. You kind of wondered what would you get from Trey Young? And he just came out. He started the game hot, and then he closed the game. He iced it. Whatever you want to say about Trey Young, he was amazing. Kevin Herter, seven of sixteen, three of eight from the three-point land, seventeen points, six rebound, six defensive rebounds, seven rebounds total, four assists. Kind of a ho-hum night from Kevin Herter. I think he can get a little bit better. A lot of his three-pointers are wide open. If he can start knocking those downs. but he was aggressive going to the basket, which is what you want to see. From Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, of course, has a nickname, uh, Red Velvet. Also, the person I went to the game with, Alicia, was throwing up R- Ronald Threesley. So, that's an equally as good nick- nickname. Um, DeAndre Hunter, 7 of 12, 3 of 3 from three-point land. One three-pointer put the Hawks up early in the fourth, just one point ahead. And then he hit the maybe the biggest shot of the night, tying the game with under a minute to go on a big three-pointer out of a timeout. Just exactly what I want to see from DeAndre Hunter. 17 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. He did have 3 fouls. He had 3 fouls in the first half and had to come out. And then only had 3 fouls for the rest of the game. But all of these guys, including Cam Reddish, who was 6 of 12. Only 1 of 5 from his 3-pointers, but hit all his free throws. Had the biggest steal of the night. It was just an awesome game to see the Hawks really close it down. The Heat would not give up that lead in the fourth quarter. Again, the Hawks closed that seven-point lead. Then the Heat pushed it back up to five. Trey hits a ridiculous three on Andre Iguodala to tie the game. Iguodala himself goes on a five-point run- spray to keep the lead up. And it was just incredible back and forth. The entire arena was into it. I had forgotten how often or how many Heat fans come into State Farm Arena. Now, Lakers fans, ton of them every game. Knicks fans, always going to have a ton of them. Warriors fans, especially when they're good, ton of them. But the Heat really was out and represented. They, there were a couple of Let's Go Heat chants going on. When Jimmy Butler got out of the free throw line, there was MVP chants for Jimmy Butler for whatever reason. But Hawks fans and Heat fans went back and forth. I thought it was a nice ton of fun at the State Farm Arena, and for the Hawks to come out of that was a victory, which is huge. After the game, John Collins said it's still winter, still cold in Atlanta cam reddish was talking about how when uh lloyd pierce talked to the core five that uh i think john Collins in particular got onto cam about just being aggressive and cam was very aggressive early he had a lot of takes to the rim early early into the game he got an and one he was very aggressive with the ball and that's exactly what i see from both cam reddish and kevin herter now there are some other a couple nice performances jeff teague shipped in had 25 minutes was 12 points, four assists, one of one from the three-point line. I wish he would take more threes. Um, He was kind of right in the corner when he shot his three-pointer, and I was yelling, Teague, take the shot, man, shoot it. He nailed that, and uh, he had a couple turnovers, but he has a very positive energy when he's on the court. Um, He's definitely a different point guard, again, from both Brandon Goodwin and Trey Young. He's looking to pass more than getting his shot off, but he brings a nice... Um, secondary set of skills, even when him and Trey are on the court at the same time. Uh, Dwayne Deadman had 20 minutes of playing time, didn't score any points, had five fouls, did get eight rebounds. Um, one area where the Heat really took it to the Hawks was on the glass. They out-rebounded the Hawks, 51 rebounds to 41. Um, and I thought, you know, that fourth quarter, I was like, you know, if we, if the Hawks don't win the game, it's because they didn't win the, the battle on the glass. He got... 13 more shots off than the hawks did they were 40 of 98 overall where the hawks were 41 of 85 the hawks dominated shooting the ball from three-point land they were 16 for 35 for 46 percent while the heat were just 11 of 37 for 29 for 30 percent um but the hawks just did a really job did a great job down the stretch getting the ball to trey young or allowing trey to find the right pass Again, the Hawks had some really nice plays out of their timeouts. And just wonderful. It's wonderful seeing the Hawks be able to close the game with Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, and John Collins. I mean, to have, you know, John Collins is the third-year player out there. But just to see those guys close a game, especially against a team like the Miami Heat, who are certainly trying to play for um seating in the eastern conference playoffs like that was a great win coming out of the all-star break the hawks don't get any rest going forward they get they play the mavs on saturday and so we'll get to see luca and trey on the same court which should be a ton of fun but for Trey to come back in front of cuevo on cuevo night and drop 50 his career high um and for the hawks to get a dub over a team that had beaten them three straight times earlier this season It was just a really nice start to after the all-star break for the Hawks. Thank you for catching this fresh-off-the-farm edition of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. If you could share this podcast with any of your friends, that would be a huge help. And go Hawks!